the four sections of uh, chapter seven uh, make up the acronym, not H-O-M-E, but uh, it's, wait a second. So chapter 15 is king, chapter 9 is, uh, no, chapter 9 is king, chapter 10 is home, chapter 7 is, oh, is, E is the second one, A, head, head. So first three verses go like this. So, um, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. May Shakta Mana Parta Yogam Yunjan Madashaya Asham Shayam Samagramam Yata Gashita Srinu Srinu, what does this mean? Srinu To hear So this first section is on hearing So Gyaneteham Sabhigyanam Midam Bhakshamishishita Yachketpa Nihanevat Bionaj Katabam Abhishishite Manushanam What does Manu mean? Human Manushanam Sahasteshu Kashchid Yatiti Siddhaye What is Siddha? Siddha, perfection. Yatati siddhai yatatam api siddhanam kashchin mambeti tattvata. So the first three verses, Krishna says, if you hear from me with mind attached from me, you can understand the greatest knowledge and realization, jnana vijnana. And having, uh, knowing this, there will be nothing further yet to be known. You'll, you'll have the complete gamut of spiritual knowledge available just by this Srinu, by using this organ here. We do a lot of this, but we don't do much of this, you know. We have two ears, one mouth, but this one moves so much and this one doesn't. As soon as someone says something, then we got like five times more things to say back. A lot of times in, in conversations, we're just waiting so this can get moving. <laughs> but that can be uh, sanctified by adding Krishna, and then it becomes uh, sanctified. You probably heard of this word mauna. What is this mauna? Maunavrat. It means shut your mouth. <laughs> but in the uh, Vaishnav culture, maunavrat means you actually just speak about Krishna. Then the, the tendency, the egotistical tendency of always wanting to be heard becomes purified. Uh, what, what animal is making a bunch of noise and attracting the snake? The frog is croaking. He's ducking his glories and the snake comes. <laughs> so, Tatshinu Gyanavigana Sahitam Yachkat Pumaksha Sheshavadraja. No, yeah. So, Krishna says in the third verse, he says this is very rare. The interest to, uh, to hear about spiritual matters. Uh, out of many thousands of UTA students, Kashchir Yatiti Siddhaye. Hardly one is seeking the truth. Krishna is saying. And yatitam api sidhanam. And out of many thousands who are actually seekers, hardly one knows me in, in full. Knows me. Yatitam api sidhanam kashchin mambeti tattvata. So Krishna begins to explain in the next section of this chapter how we can see him. What are his different energies? So the next letter is E for energies. So Bhumir Apo Nalobhayu Kamanur Bhudarevacha Ahankara Ityame Bina Prakir Ashtada 
apreyam mitastanyam prakritim vidhi me puram jivabhuta mahabaho yayadam taryate jagat eta dhyonini bhutani sarvaniti badaya aham krishnasya jagata prabhava playasatha so f- these first three verses he says earth water fire air ether the mind the intelligence and the ahankar what is ahankar mean ego actually the uh, the way it is translated as the false ego because ego does not mean necessarily arrogance ego uh, it mean the word ego means identity so ahankar is what identifies you with the ever changing temporary body so if you ask somebody who are you they'll say i am such and such i am from uh, hyderabad i am from uh mexico i'm from la i'm from such and such with identify very strongly with this body this is me and this is called ahankar because if this is you then what about the body you had when you were two is it here today anybody have the two year old body here today any of the cells remain any of the molecules have remained no but the ahankar is so strong if you tell somebody you're not the body that you don't have they say i have this is the exact same body this is the very exact same body so this body your mother must had a very hard time giving birth to 5 foot 7 you know <laughs> this is the exact same yes this is the exact same body so what about the uh, uh, so they have uh, the 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 self has changed but the body has not no the body, the self is the same but the body has changed or i was a different person no you are the same witness your mental body has changed as krishna says eight elements bhumir apo nalo vayu so earth water fire air ether now this sounds very rudimentary it sounds like uh, wait you're saying everything is made out of dirt no no it's not so simple it can be understood in many different ways so one way is solids liquids gases radiant energy and space for example even if you look at a uh, an atom there is a cohesive quality there you take out all the uh, there's mass there proton and neutron there's mass you take out the uh, cohesive element there proton and neutron is stuck together so that is uh, water is a cohesive quality take all the water out of your body and it's just dust then you have uh, energy transference fire as krishna says in bhagavad gita there is a fire in the stomach does it literally mean flames no it's, it's it means you take fuel your body makes energy from it there's some kind of uh, fire some chemical fire that extracts the waste uh, takes out the waste and gets energy from that material so you have this fire just like in the atom you have the electron which is energy so earth water fire then air air is movement vayu like for example if you're vata dosh who's vata dosh who who knows our ayurvedic constitution constitution anybody who's pitta who's kapha who's vata huh i'm pitta 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 he's very calm pitta you have to slap him see if he turns real pitta <laughs> pitta is fiery <laughs> if uh, if how do you know what is your ayurvedic constitution if you're in the bank and there's some robbers come in the 
Vata immediately feels great fear. And the Pitta, he feels like, oh, I want to punch the person. He sees the gun, then he also has fear. But the instant emotion in his, in his heart, in his mind is, oh, I want to get them. And then Kafa is like the fly, like, oh, I'm, I'm not here. Don't pay any attention to me. I just relaxed over here. Don't, don't, don't pay any attention. Kafa, Pitta, and Vata. So Vata is the air. If you're a Vata constitution and you travel a lot, then you, it become, you get, become greatly affected. Because dosha means fault, how much you have too much of. How many of you have learned some Ayurveda? Anybody? Ancient medicinal science from India can solve so many problems. There, people in America perform what is called pragya aparad. You know what this means? Offense against common sense. You know, they, they don't think how they live affects how they, they get sick in their health. So, for example, say it is a person who has vata constitution. Vata constitution means they are cold-bodied. Pitta is warm, kapha is also cool, vata cool. So if they're cold-bodied, then there's a cold time of the day, nighttime. And there is the, uh, so at cold time of the day, cold-bodied person eats cold food during the cold season. And next day they become all congested. Next day they get sick. And they think, oh, some evil virus has attacked me. But it was a fence against common sense. But they, they don't have this common sense readily available. That was called Ayurveda. Just readily available common sense. So... Now, vata becomes dispelled. Pumir ponalo vayu, vayu, this is the air. And then the mind and intelligence and false ego. So mind is also one of the six senses. Five gross senses, but then there's the subtle senses, the mind. For example, you can understand a person's emotion. You can, you can, you, you, your eyes just see a picture, but your, but your mind can pick up the emotion there, can perceive things that are not necessarily directly visible. And then you have the intelligence. Intelligence is, mind is always like, I like, I don't like. It's emotional. It is, like for example, when you wake up every morning, there is a voice. The mind and the intelligence. The mind says, oh, just relax. Lokesh, just you work so hard. Just, just, it's so nice in this bed. Just relax. And intelligence says you, you're going to fail if you don't get up. You, you know, your parents are going to be very upset. And, you know, what kind of job you'll get if you fail all your classes? You have to go to class. You know? So mind and intelligence, these two voices we hear. And then Ahankar we already discussed. So Krishna says, these are my eight separated energies. Bhina, Prakriti, Ashtada. But there is another energy superior to this. He is known as the Jiva, the soul in this world. And he's struggling in this world. Uh, and so Krishna says, both these energies, they all come from me. And we both have our, our uh, we have a material body, so we have a connection to the the material elements, and we have ourself, the soul, uh, the uh, para prakriti, the superior energy. 
So you know this word, prakriti and purusha. So we are prakriti. We are the para prakriti, superior energy of the Lord. So being a, uh, a being a prakriti, ashapriyamatasanyam prakriti minhi param jiva mutamahava hoyenam. Mata parataram nanyat kinchit asti dananjaya mai sarvam idam puktam sutre mana ganayeva rasoham apsakunte prabashmi shashishuryo pranava sarva vedeshu shabdake parusham nishu punya gandam prativim chachejish chasmi vibhavasho jivanam sarva bhuteshu tapas chasmi tapasishu bhijamam sarva bhutanam vidhi parta sanatanam bhuri buditamasi tejas tejasnam tejasve namaham Bhalam Balabatam Chaham Kamaraga Vivarjitam Dhamaruda Bhuteshu Kamosmi Bharatarshaba Ye Chaiva Satvika Bhava Rajashashtamashashte Mata Ete Tatan Vidhi Maite Shite Mahi Chibi Guname Bhavir Abi Sarbamadam Jagat Mohitam Nabijanati Lokamam Ajam Aviyam Devi Shuganamai Mamamaya Dharataya Mamaeva Ye Prapadyante Mai Etam Tarantite So this Continuing on, this is an E section. Krishna is describing how we can see him. So he says, Sutra Managanayeva, everything in this world rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. So if you get a cheap necklace, then you're going to see the string. But if you get an actually valuable pearl necklace, you don't see the string. So Krishna says, that is like me. I'm behind everything. But I'm, I'm not revealing. As he says, in this same chapter later on, I reserve the right not to reveal myself. Someone doesn't want, doesn't have a real desire to see me, I don't reveal myself to that person. Naham Prakasha. So he says, uh, So now he says how we can see him everywhere. Rasoham Apsukunteya. I'm the pure taste in water. That very nice taste you get. Gold is very valuable. You can try to drink gold. It won't give you that satisfaction as water. Only the water, anything, something with that water can give that satisfaction. Rasoham apsukunte abrapashmi sashi shuryo. What is sashi? Chandra, yeah. Sashi actually means rabbit. But this is, like we say in America, the man on the moon. In, in Japan and Asia, they say the rabbit on the moon. So another name for the moon is Shashi, rabbit. Shashi Surya, I am that light of the sun and the moon. Pranava Sarva Vedishu, I am the Pranava, the, the Om in all the Vedas. And Shabdake, I am the sound and ether. And Shabdake Parisham Nishu. Parisham Nishu means I am the ability in man. Rishu, like Nara, man. Nirsingha. So, we may be proud, we are proud, not maybe proud, we are proud of all our abilities. But Krishna says, I am that ability. I can give and I can take. Like my friend, he, he, had, uh, he was in his sixth grade class. He hated his classmate. His classmate was a teacher's pet. And he was always envious of his uh, teacher's, the, uh, you know what teacher's pet means? Yeah, yeah, the favorite student, you know, he's a, He's always raising the hand and getting all the attention, so he didn't like him. And so, and he was very smart. He sometimes, he was only sixth grade, but he would give speech uh, for different uh, projects. So it was a sixth grade graduation party, uh, event. 
And so they had all the students. So he came up in the front. He had been practicing. You saw him in the mirror practicing his speech for several days. And so he came up and he said, I'd like to... Uh, and then he went back down. And he said, uh, and then he got back to the podium. I'd like to think... Uh, and then he went back down. And then he got back up. I'd like to... Uh, and he got back down. He fell over. <laughs> And the guy, he got up, he started clapping, and other people started, and he said, oh, I didn't know you were so funny, but he was, you know, some envy there, just making a joke at his expense. But this person had the ability to speak, but then it went. Parusham Nishu, I'm the ability in man. Punya Gandham Prativim Cha, I'm the original fragrance of the earth. So a flower is just, a, it's just dirt. Then transformed into a flower, you get all those nice fragrances. So, punya ganda, the gandhi, the fragrance. Punya ganda prativam cha, changes chasmi vibhava show. I'm the, uh, the, pow- the, the power within fire. Changes chasmi vibhava show. Jivanam sarvabhuteshu, the life in all living things. Jivanam sarvabhuteshu. Tapas chasmi tapasvisu. And I am the austerity of the ascetics, the tapasvis. So whenever we're drinking water, whenever we see the moon, we can think, oh, this is Krishna, as he says in the 11th chapter, son of the moon, his eyes. The mountains are his bones, the trees are his hairs, the rivers are his veins. Hare Krishna, welcome. Swagatam. So, Punya Ganu Prativim Chat, Chajas Chasmi Vavasho, Jivanam Sarva Bhuteshu, Tapas Chasmi Tapasvisu, Bijamam Sarva Bhutanam, Fidiparta Sanatanam. So, I'm the original seed of all existence. Bij, Bijanam Sarva Bhutanam, Vidiparta Sanatanam, Bhuri Buritam Asmi, I'm the intelligence of the intelligent, Tejas Tejas Vinamaham, and then prowess of the powerful. Bhalam Balavatam Chaham. I am that strength that is devoid of kama and raga, desire and passion. And I am that calm, I am that lust that is used for religious purposes. How is lust used for religious purposes? You okay. do this, you will get this. Huh? You, you do this, you will get this. Something like now that. How, is, how is lust used for uh, dharma? So, so, you, so you pray for your own benefit, something like Maybe you donate something, so something, you know, tenfold is going to happen to you. So that's a lust. Mm-hmm. So Krishna says, dar, uh, I am that sex life that is for producing a God-conscious child. So Krishna says, Yam yam vapismaram bhavam. Whatever you're smaran, you're remembering at the time of death, you will attain a body that matches that smaran. If you live like a dog, next life become a dog. If you live like a hog, next life become a hog. They live like a deva, next life become a deva. Live like a human, next life become urdvam gachanti sattvashta. You're in sattva, higher state of consciousness, you take birth in higher planets. Madhyetishtanti rajasa, you're in passion, you take birth in human life. Tamogon, jagana gudni vritishta, you go down to the lower species of life. So Krishna says, if you... Now, whatever you're remembering at the time of death, you're going to take a body. Now, the other side of that is, whatever the husband and wife are thinking about while they're having sex, that is going to attract a particular soul to take birth in that family. You see, Arjuna in the first chapter, he was so concerned. Varna Sankara. That if you destroy the society, 
then people will just be sleeping with whoever. There will be no real proper culture and structure. And then those children will be, uh, create such havoc in this world. And that is what you have now. That nobody knows what is the purpose of life. And there's so much problems and strife. You know, the child comes out, me, 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 my, my, my. Like, for example, in Sanskrit, what does mama mean? Mine. And what does pap mean? Papa. <laughs> sin. <laughs> so first thing that you say, mine and sin. So, dharmavaruda bhuteshu kamasmi. That sex that is for religious purpose, to bring the spiritually conscious children to this world, that is me. That is a representative. Just like the pure taste of water is a representative of me, that sex life is a representative of me. Kamasmi bharatarshava ye chaiva. Know that all states of being ye chaiva sattvika rajasastamashashta ye. All these things spring forth from me. I am the source of all of it. Krishna is saying, not me. Tenanda Chandra is uh, repeating these words. Uh, so these are the three gunas we kind of touched a little bit. Mohitam. So this is mohi, moha. What does that mean? Moha. Mohitam. Illusion. So the whole world is bewildered. Covered. So we're, we have one rope. If we're in Satvagun. We're in Tam, uh, Rajagun. We have two ropes tied up. And in Tamagun, we have three rope, Three gun. Gun also means rope. Mohitam Nabijanati Lokamam Ajamabhyam. Therefore, the whole world does not know me, Krishna is saying. Lokamam Ajamabhyam. Although I'm unborn and I'm inexhaustible, they don't know me. They don't know my actual position and my existence. Daiviesha Gunamaya. This energy of mine, Daiviesha Gunamayi, Mamamaya Durataya. This energy of mine is very difficult to overcome. How many think it's possible to swim across the Atlantic Pacific? So Krishna says like that. It is like an ocean. Uh, now in Sanskrit, generally uh, that which is already understood is part of the first side of the first part of the verse, and the new revelation is in the second part. Okay, so that's common knowledge. The material world is full of suffering. What are the four noble truths of Buddhism? Does anybody know? First one, material world is full of suffering. Second one, suffering is caused by desire. Number three, that's where we step. Uh, we have a, we have a differentiate difference. Number three is you stop suffering by stopping desire. So the Vedic. Literature would say desire you cannot stop because it's an inherent expression of the existence of the self. You don't stop desire, you bring out the real desire, the purified desire. You don't, uh, so if the house has a leak, one idea is you become shunya, become make it zero. If the house has a leak in the roof, then you blow up the house, there's no leak. So, then it's nirvana. No problems. Nothing has no problems. So we say, don't, don't, 
blow up the house. Just fix the leak. Chant, fix that desire. Bring out the real desire. So if you're at divine energy, so this is the revelation that's given. But those who prapadyante, who surrender unto me, they easily cross the beyond it. So it's described that the ocean of material existence, the, the struggles of material existence, shrink to the size of the water contained within a calf's hoofprint. So that is, uh, you know, even a child can step over that much water. But uh, if you consider religions, so if I want to maybe become yeah. you know something, so can we term, so will it be termed as illusion or what, or desire? Suppose I want to go for X company, so will it be uh, termed as uh, desire? Because Krishna also says that, you know, when he was giving in the Mahabharata, so I don't know, what was his name? Yudhishthir or something? So, no, no, no. Karna? Not Arjun. So while, uh, so, uh, so I think so it was uh, uh, someone, and he says that, you know, my whole life, I've just prayed for you, Krishna. But Krishna says that, you know, you've just prayed, prayed for me, but you've not done anything, you know. Uh, your responsibility, you've never, you know. Uh, who was that person who says that? Uh, so he says, Krishna, why am I responsible? Why am I going through so much of pain? And why am I at fault? So Krishna says, you have just prayed for me. You have not you know, done your responsibility. So for the purpose I sent you, you didn't do it. Uh, you said, okay, it's not affecting me, so I'll leave it. Yeah, like Arjuna, he tells Arjuna, Bhavi Savya Sachin, become my instrument. He says that in Gita. So how do we know, like, become an instrument? So obviously, if I want to, you know, if he wants us, so how would I know that? This God wants, or this is my turn in me. How would I know that? How do you know? Well, it's, it's, it says it in the, in the Bhagavad Gita itself. Like, if you um, get some, you know, there, maybe there's now there's a Q phone. Say, forget the iPhone, there's the Q phone. It's a new phone. And the whole operating system is different. So maybe you don't have old school. You have like some book. Maybe you have the PDF. Maybe you could go on YouTube. How do you do this? How many of you have looked up a video to figure out how does this technology work? Have you ever looked up a video? Or would, you know, how do I do this on my phone? How do I do this on my computer? How do I use this software? So Krishna, he gives a whole explanation of what he desires in, in the Sastra itself. So first we have to become familiar with, we have to understand, uh, first we have to see the logic in it. Otherwise, we may not accept it. If we investigate, we'll see. Actually, there's great, great intelligence is there. And then when we have, when we see the logic in it, then we have to choose. Okay, do I want to try to fulfill my desires uh, that may be separate, or do I want to engage my desires in the service of God? Like for example, if I want to uh, lord over things that may not be possible in spiritual life. But if I want to have a regular life, but I use everything in Krishna's service, that is possible. So not every desire is, is actually an expression of the true desire of the self within the body. So like, the, like the, we said with Buddhism, we're not trying to stop the desire, but purify, bring up the, the original pure desire in the heart. So I'm not sure if I answered your question because I'm, I'm trying to figure out the gist of the question.
So we like we do this. We chanted Krishna's name, and so it's not just uh, for musical entertainment. It's actually to purify the heart. Uh, it's described by Chaitanya, Cheto Darpanam Arjanam, that the heart is like a mirror that is full of dust. So right, currently we think I am Indian or I'm American. We think we're this body. And we're making plans based on this artificial conception of ourself. For example, Hare Krishna. Have you been to Kalachanjis? The temple? No, I've okay. not been to this temple. So, say, so if you want to go to Kalachanjis and you think you're in Denton, but you're actually at UTA. If you, if, where will you go? If you think you're indented, you start going south. And it won't take you to Kalachanjis. Uh, similarly, you know, if, if, so if you don't know your actual position, although you may have a desire, you won't know how to fulfill that desire. The soul wants to be happy, but because he has, his GPS is off. He doesn't know his actual position in life. He doesn't know who he is. So he works for the desire of the external body and mind and it doesn't actually satisfy him. So we have to have, like, that's the first thing Krishna explains in the Gita is the identity of the self. Because that clarifies everything. If I have a desire, if I'm, uh, then I have to figure out how to satisfy my actual desire. I have to know what is the I, what is the being that I'm trying to satisfy. Who am I? Otherwise, all our hard work is you know, it's like uh, if you in mathematics, if you start with the assumption that one plus one is three, the whole equation is ruined. So if I start off uh, making plans to attain happiness, but it's starting off with the false conception that I am this body, then all our plans are ruined. And so therefore Krishna goes right in the beginning to give a clear understanding of identity. And then he gives a process by which you can experience yourself like that. Not just theoretical, but by you can experience your just like the that verse, Cheta Darpana Marjanam. Marjan means to clean that. When you clean that mirror, the holy name of Krishna cleans the mirror. And so when you clean that mirror, when you clean the heart, then you have a clear conception of yourself. And you can do things in your actual self interest. Make sense? Good? All right, all right. So, um, but your good, good desire is good, don't worry. I mean, yeah. if, you, if your desire is to get a job, you don't have to think. Ar that. Arjuna was thinking he would be spiritual by leaving everything. And Krishna told him no. Yeah, this was at the temple. And yeah. you said to something else also, right? Yeah. No, I, I think Arjuna was thinking, I'll be spiritual. I'm not the. Now, this statement, you're not this body, should not be misunderstood. You, you drive down the street and say, I'm not this car. And then you start driving, all, like in the left lane, this lane, because you're not the car. No, you, 
you are definitely affected by that car. You are conditioned by that car. So if I'm not this body, it doesn't mean I, I should give up the plans of Krishna's divine system according to that body. But I should learn how to navigate life according to the, the rules that are designated for that particular body. Like if I have a car and in, I'm in America, everyone's driving on the right, I shouldn't drive on the left. It's not like, well, I want freedom. Let me drive on the left. No, it's not, it's not to oppress you. It's to keep you from hurting yourself and others. Like, for example, in America, we say we had uh, the feminist kind of movement. The ladies were like, Let's, why can't we take our shirts off? Why can't we show our chests? What's the difference? No, because it actually causes, it's a, causes problems in society. Do you know a female's body is different from a male's body in Shakti? For example, if some lady is uh, outside and her uh, clothes is slipping off, a guy watching her might fall out of his chair. You know, he might be looking uh, on the top of the building. He could fall off the building. But if a man is walking, his pants is falling off, a girl is not going to fall off. So there's different responsibility there. So we understand, body is different. So Arjuna, he had Kshatriya body. He had to do his duty according to that body. Not that he became all artificially spiritual. Therefore he, had to, he could give up anything. So there's particular codes of life that help you to navigate life according to this car that you have. And that way you become uh, less troubled. If you drive on the right, you're less troubled than driving any lane. Does that make sense? Any other uh, reflections, comments? We encourage. Any thoughts or questions? Okay, so, Mama Eva ye prapadyante mayatam You easily cross beyond this difficulty simply by surrendering unto Krishna. So, surrendering unto Krishna, that is described, uh, I forget what, what reference it is, but there's. Uh, sadvidam sharanagati there's six types of surrender and one of the two is you just accept things that are good for your spiritual life and things that are not good then you have that strength to reject those things and maybe uh, the association of people who are very uh, negative or materialistic who don't help you grow and you try to associate with people who are actually uh, Progressive in the sense that they're actually trying to improve their own hearts. They're not just sitting there letting all the garbage fester, but they're taking the garbage out regularly. That's called spiritual life. You take the garbage out regularly. You don't let it fester there. Because these things happen. We, we collect all kinds of garbage in our consciousness. So we've got to take it out. So what was the, what was the thing that cleans? Krishna's name, it actually cleans the heart, cleans the heart. Do you want to hear more of this chapter? Tell me, raise your hand if you want to hear some more of this chapter. Chapter, right? Okay, so the next letter is what? A. A. Oh, I think we're over time, isn't it? This is Prasadam time. You can stop here. Five minutes, okay, let's see. The... So next letter is A. A is for Krishna decides who accepts and rejects him. 
and he starts with those who reject him. He says, So that is the name of my Namam Driskriti Namudha Prapadyante Naradama Maya Pritagyana Suram Bhavam Ashita Chaturvida Bajante Mam Jana Sukritina Arjuna Artajigyasu Artarti Gyanichabharatashiva. So you have the four types of people who just don't come to God. There are those who are uh, mudha. What does this word mudha mean? Fools. Murko. Do you heard this word? Murko. Fool. Like a donkey. Uh, actually, Krishna uses the word vimudha later on. Bhagavad Gita means a royal edition. It's a Rolls Royce of the fools. <laughs> So what is a, a donkey is such a fool that grass is everywhere, but he feels if I work hard, then my master, he'll give me some grass. He's such a fool. You know? So he has what is called the American dream. What is the American dream? If I work like a dog with, uh, you know, five days off a year, then I'll get happiness. It, my master will give me. Yeah, that's American dream. That's what we're taught. And Americans work mo- way more days than anybody else. Because mm-hmm. we think, you know, we're just donkeys. And we think, grass will come, master will give me some grass. But where's the grass? It's everywhere. Like, for example, in India, there is a deer that produces musk. You ever heard of deer musk? So where does it, how does, where do you get deer musk? How does it come? From the belly button of the deer, it produces this fragrance. And the deer, he's also a little bit of a fool. So he'll sometimes smell that fragrance and he will wander the forest. He won't eat. He was like, where does, well, where does that smell? Where is it? And he was start to starve. He's so enchanted by the smell. But it's there with him. So similarly, that ananda that the soul can experience, it's not outside, it's within him. But he's chasing everything outside, very heartily. So mudha, then there is maya aparhita jnana. Maya aparhita jnana means a person whose jnana, his wisdom, his knowledge, has made him more an illusion. Jnana should give clarity. So many say you had some simple kid from a farm in Texas who naturally has faith in God. Just being out you know, in, the, in the country, it just it gives you more of a sense of dependency on God, how food and rain and everything like that. But then he comes to the university and he becomes an atheist. Maya Pratita Jnana. Becomes more ignorant by the so-called knowledge. Then there is uh, Naradama, a person who has given up real culture, has become down. Naradama, less. Uh, there is uh, Asuram, those who are just openly antagonistic, just openly atheistic, or maybe even do like dark things, demoniac, like, you know, some tantric black magic or something. Well, four kinds of people who never begin to. Approach God, and there are four who do. The four are Chatur Veda Bajante Mam. There's a, there's a, Artha means he is 
in distress. Arta Arti, he is seeking wealth. There is the Gyanina, the curious, and there's the Gyani, the sincere spiritual seeker. Those four you find. So the Arta is like the Shudra. Shud means distress. How do we know we are Shudra? We're, we always complain about things. That's what a Shudra does. So, welcome guys. Good Kipak. Is it that he said? That's for. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? Then you have the Vaisha, Artarti. He's looking for that wealth. And you got the Gyanina, the Kshatriya. He wants to know how everything is run. And then you have the Brahman, Gyani. He's seeking what is, what is it all about? What is, what's behind everything? So basically, you have three levels of spirituality, three levels of religion, and any religion. You know, there's three. Jnana, Kanda, Karma Kanda, Jnana Kanda, Upasana Kanda, Bhakti. So three levels are there. Bottom level. A person comes to religion because it get, there's a promise of some kind of prosperity. If you do this, you know, you're going to have nice things happen in your life. You find... The four Vedas talk so much about these things. And Krishna tells Arjuna, forget all those things, this is nonsense. Get more deep, you know, forget all the materialistic stuff. So, for example, some of it is not like on the very, very bottom level, you have like, like uh, the corruption of it. Like someone says, there's a 1-800 number line, if you call and give us $1,000, Jesus is going to wipe your debt. You know, if you have a thousand dollar debt, just get another credit card of a thousand dollars and give that donation as a seed, and it will sprout, and Jesus will wipe your debt. So that's like most corrupt version of it, but it extends up higher and higher to the point that where people just want something; they're hoping for something nice in this life or the next life from a religious practice. So that's the third level of spirituality. For example, in the Vedas, you can say you can become a Brahma or an Indra in your next life. So it's still on the material. Then the next level is called Jnanakanda. Can you say that? Jnanakanda. So Jnana means a person has the wisdom to understand everything in this world is temporary. And therefore, the temporary things can't satisfy the eternal being, the soul. So they have that wisdom. They're not seeking that temporary thing. So they're looking for some type of spiritual status. Call it nirvana. Call it moksha. Call it heaven. Call it vahala. They're, they're trying to attain some kind of status beyond a material existence. Get free from the distresses of this world. So that's called jnanakanda. What do the third level and the second level have in common? Selfish desire. It's all about what they're getting. The third level, they just want some material, material 
And they're, the second level, they're looking for a spiritual solution for their material problems, but it's all about their own, getting something in return, getting some kind of cessation from material existence. The highest level is like the mother loves the child, even though the ch taking care of the child may give her so much distress. A mother will go through so much trouble just, just to see that child happy. So that's called bhakti. That's the highest level of religion. So Bhagavad Gita is on that level. It doesn't, talk, it doesn't encourage the bottom two levels. It encourages the highest level. So, yeah, I think we're over time now. So, any other reflections, comments, or questions? Otherwise, we can eat, we can chat, and do more kirtan. <coughs> Om Tat Sat, thanks a lot. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Yeah.